Holy Communion, His broken body and His blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. Praise the Lord. I would like to remind everybody that we can still come to church. Those of us who are at home, the pews at the back is meant for families so you can come and be a part of it. God is blessing us and He is able to keep us. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for the privilege of coming to you today and to remember what you have done, which is permanent and eternal. We pray that, O oh God, understanding will come to us as we persevere in the truth of what you have done. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for offerings, and thank you for your spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus do we pray. Amen. Alright, today we are going to continue in the truth that we have received of the Lord. Um, as was mentioned earlier on, uh, this week, the Lord reminded us of the victory that is on the cross that we have received. What Jesus did on the cross has been final and nothing else can change that. But there is a very important message this morning in this short moment of time that we have that God would have us to take note of. That is, persevere in the finished work of Christ. Each one must persevere in that. What we have observed, and actually the scripture making it very clear, is that your personal flesh and Satan is working against you, not persevering in the truth. When we say persevere, you have to accept that this is the truth that I cannot let it go from me. I am staying in it. I am living in it. I am, I am not allowing anything. Praise the Lord. At a certain time, Satan would like to say things to your mind to let you think as if the cross has lost its power. No way. The power and the work that was finished on the cross is something that God is still looking at and is eternal. Hallelujah. And so what we are going to learn in this short moment of time is how we can persevere we can endure in believing in it. We can say, This is this is all we know. So you have to learn to let it work. Hallelujah. In Hebrews chapter ten. 
This week, last Thursday, we dwell a bit in that chapter, but we will be going further. Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 19, that I like to read to all of us. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10, listen to what it says. Therefore, brethren, anyamime, praise the Lord. Having boldness to enter the holies by the blood of Jesus. By a new and a living way which he consecrated for us. Through the veil that is his flesh. And having a high priest over the house of God. Let us draw nigh with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold fast the confession of our hope. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope, of our, of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Somebody shout a big amen. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some. But exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. Amen. If I can quickly do the same in NLT. I will be very grateful if you could do that for me in NLT. Uh, NLT. Right. Is it possible? All right. Let us not neglect. No, 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 no. I want the whole thing. I will do it quickly. Just verse 19 of chapter 10. Therefore, brethren, having bold. All right. And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. Doesn't this sound great? The reason why we can enter and come here and be called saints is not what we have been able to do. Hallelujah. It's because of what was done on the cross on our behalf. We are sitting now in the presence of the Lord basically because the blood is what permitted us to be sitting in the forecourt of God, in the presence of God. And behind us, there is nothing hidden here that is termed as holy of holies because Christ tore and now it has become plain. Hallelujah. And so when he says in the next verse 20... When he says, by his death, listen to this, by his death, Jesus opened the new life, giving away through the curtain into the most holy place. Now, we all know, and those of us who are very much aware, we know that the temple in those days, before Christ came, was constructed in such a way that there was holy place and holy of holies that nobody dares to go. 
And if the priest needed to sacrifice on behalf of all the church members, it was so simple that the priest would have chain here on his leg, and the priest will be walking steadily into the Holy of Holies, going to render the, 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 the sin for himself by saying, Lord, please forgive me. Please, for when he has spent some time pleading for himself, then he will also be pleading for those congregation members who are waiting in the outskirts of the temple. And so, in doing that, when he goes, any time he took a step, there was a bell on his, on his, on his leg that was making cring, 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 to signify to the people that he is going to plead on their behalf that, hey, the man, he's still there. God had not stricken him. And now, just in case God does not accept him because of sin, he will die in the presence of the Lord. And when he dies, nobody dares to go in there to pull him out so they can go and bury him. And so what the scripture said was that the rope that had been put around his leg, which any time he took a step rung, they will use the same rope to pull him from the place, and then they will go and bury him. Now, when Jesus died, many people did not know what was behind the curtain, the Holy of Holies. And so when Jesus died on the cross, as soon as he gave the ghost, the scripture said, that curtain that was in the temple was torn into two, and men could see exactly what is in there. Now, the Bible says for us, it was not a curtain. Now for us, when Jesus died, his flesh represented the curtain. Meaning that that which could not let us go into the temple to serve the Lord, his body was paid for. Hallelujah. This is the reason why we will forever be grateful to the cross. This is the reason why. We will forever sing and dance and glorify God and insist and persevere. Say to Satan in his face, you cannot lay it on me because the cross paid for it. Hallelujah. How I pray that every believer, every child of God will not be religious about this. But will accept it that indeed the cross paid for our sins. The cross paid for our infirmities. The cross paid for the attacks. The cross paid, the cross signifies that Jesus has done a complete job. Hallelujah. That you see this particular scripture, you can read it all for me on the board. I know your mouth is plastered, but I can hear the sound of your mouth. One, two... Sorry that you read, but you didn't sound very perfect. I couldn't hear you. See, by his death, Jesus opened the new and the life-giving, it's not here, life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy of places. Now, God did such a wonderful job to let even natural things coincide with what was happening in the spirit. Hallelujah. Because, you see... The people of Israel would never have accepted that Jesus paid for our sins. 
It would have been misunderstood. But the curtain that blocked every congregation member from seeing exactly what was in the Holy of Holies, where, where the ark was and everything, Jesus, when he died on the cross and said it is finished, immediately it was torn into the... Nobody taught it. He came down by itself. And the reason why God did it so is as simple as confirming to us that the cross has finished the job. Hallelujah. How I pray that you will insist on this right. How I pray that you will persevere in the truth. Even though sometimes it may appear as if the enemy has had an upper hand. He doesn't have it. Honestly, he doesn't have it. The truth is that he doesn't have it. Santifocus, I will say, Obubomuse jata, batonye jata. He is going about like an angry lion seeking whom he may devour. He doesn't have that power. If a child of God would take a stand and accept that this one was paid for by the cross, and would insist that this I will not accept it. It shall be. Praise the Lord. You know we can. We can I see many people insist and, and persevere in many things. I have seen in my life many many ways by which people will use everything that is within them to have whatever they want. I have seen practically. That if a person targets that this is what I want, nothing can stop. When you stop it this way, they will find another way. Why? Because they want to persevere until they have, received, they have seen the results. But God is telling us this morning that we need to do the same. Hallelujah. Let me quickly read a verse 21. And I will be centering around 20, 22 and 23. The verse 21 says in the New King James Version, And having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw now with a true heart of full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with a pure word. Now let me just say something here. In those days, everything that every, the priest was done, everything that the priest did, they did it by way of a yemra. It is the, I mean, this is the pattern by which you should do it. It was not from the heart, neither was it from the, the mind that is purified. No. And so the priest, everything that they did was mechanical. Praise the Lord. But when Jesus died on the cross, that thing was broken. The enemy could not hang anymore to dictate over the minds of people. Our conscience were also purified by the blood. That's why sometimes we do things, or even in the attempt of doing things that we know is not right, our conscience is already pricking us. Praise the Lord. Our conscience are working mightily to say, don't do it, don't do it. Before Christ came, Everything that a man got up to do, he did it freely. But when he died on the cross, it immediately attacked and dismantled the strongholds of the enemy. Hallelujah. 
And that is why even now, when we have been saved, because of the blood, because of the body that has not been regenerated, Satan still takes advantage to begin to speak to our minds. And so then Corinthians will tell us that, you know, cast it down. Hallelujah. The book of Corinthians will say, casting down every imagination. The reason why he said so is that the enemy has access to our minds. But when it comes to our minds, we are told that we can cast down the imaginations of evil because our conscience has been purified. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And so the scripture is making it very clear here. Because of this, we can come with full assurance. Full assurance, not half assurance. Listen, I tell you this morning, those of you who are coming to the table of the Lord, I want you to know, if you come with full assurance of faith in the finished work of the cross, whatever that is disturbing you will be dismantled in the name of Jesus. Because that's, what, that's how God has ordained it to be. We are coming to take the Holy Communion. We are coming to eat and to drink and to affirm that indeed He paid for it. That's why, you see, the wisdom of God, the Bible says that do this in remembrance of me. As we come together to do it, the focus should be on the fact that He did it. He paid for it. Lord, as I hold my cup and with the lid open and as I see the bread on it, Lord, this one is affirming that this is the genuine work that you did on the cross and as I take it into my body, I know that it is hitting my body with good. Amen. We need to persevere in this. We need to persevere in this knowledge and in this truth. Brethren, let's not be deceived by we must see this person, we must see that person. The kingdom of God is not like that. The kingdom of God is within you, insisting that this is what Christ has done. Hallelujah. Verse number 22. Now listen to what he says. Let us draw now with a true heart. In full assurance of faith, Sawuba, Fawakuma na wujidienu fabra. Ewa jidienu se. Yesu wahuru uboni nyinara. Once you confessed and everything. And therefore, your mind is free. You know, I have no doubt at all that somebody can have a mighty breakthrough this morning. Not because of me speaking, but because of what Christ has done. Finished it. And we must persevere in this matter. We must endure in this truth. Do you remember there's somewhere, the Bible, I think it's in Peter. The Bible talks about resist the devil and he will flee. Have you noticed what God said? Insist on this matter and it shall be done. That's why Satan is doing everything to let us become very religious about the things of God. We don't need to. Let's walk in the reality of it. 
Let's walk that. This is what Jesus said. And I have taken it. And it works for me. And I will not allow Satan to do anything otherwise than what Jesus has done. You know, he no, you notice that he didn't say that God will resist him for him, for you. He said, resist the devil and he will flee. flee. God knows that Satan will still come and try to undermine, but persevere. I've seen too many people who have persevered in many things and they bulldoze and got it. How much more you and I, if we were to persevere in the finished work of Christ, we will live in this life victoriously and the name of the Lord will be glorified. Verse number 23. Now we are being washed by the word of the Lord, by the way. When, is, when you, let me quickly say this. In full assurance of faith, in the verse number 22, in full assurance of faith, and having our hearts sprinkled, with, uh, sprinkled from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. We are not talking about the pure water on the street. We are talking about washing by the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. It is the word of God that washes us. I can read a scripture and immediately my knees will go down. The word of God will terminate and will make things very clear. And then I say, Lord, I went wrong here. Please forgive me. That is the washing by the word of God. Hallelujah. And then number three, he said, let us, verse number 23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Let me read that also in NLT. Technical people, would it be very nice to rearrange this nicely for us? Thank you. Please, I see it better here. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. Hallelujah. I, Lord, let this sink into the hearts of people. Listen. God. Would you lift up your right hand, please? Let's say this to God together. God can be trusted. I, I, you see, I want, as you say, let the spirit of it hit your heart. So that the gospel that was preached will be preached and you will mix faith with it and it will work for you. God can be trusted. Whatever he has said is the truth and cannot be changed by anybody. Therefore, Lord, I trust you. You finish the work on the cross. This is my victory. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you. Brethren, this is what Bible says. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. Wavering, wavering. The enemy and the, and the flesh will always want you to waver. Want you to... Is it really true? Ah, may we not waver. 
I really thank God for those of you taking steps, bold steps. Listen, brother, come and let's have the fellowship together. This place is, is, is all protocols are following. Let's, let's, let, let, let's hold on to this truth. Waver, the Bible talks about wavering us. Anybody who wavers should not think that he will receive anything from the Lord. That, that, you see, let me tell you something. Unfortunately for us, holding very tight to this sort of truth, we would rather blame people as, 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 as he is so great. But sometimes it is not the devil. We have credited him too much. We have credited him with too many things. Listen, the Bible says that if you become very firm and solid in this, God can be trusted to perform. Hallelujah. But if you blame Satan when he had nothing to do with it, which had actually to do with your own wavering, the enemy is sitting somewhere and he's saying, pointing up. You see your children, I am not involved in this. They are having their own wavering. And look at that, they are crediting me for it. May it not be so like this in the name of Jesus. Let's hold facts. Let's be very tact to the fact that the work was finished on the cross. The cross of Calvary dealt with the situation. Now as I study and as I delve into it, I said to myself, I have what it takes to walk victoriously. Praise the Lord. The church cannot switch to telling anything else except for what has been given to us to take. And that is, Jesus finished the work on the cross. You remember last Thursday when the Lord blessed us with a scripture. You know, sometimes you can read a scripture many times and, and it will never jump up to you until the Holy Ghost had come inside. You remember we, we read a scripture, is this Isaiah 33, 24? Sometimes the things we say... Is that correct? Would you like to... Well, guys, will I disturb you when I move? Okay, I will stay here. You know, when I'm fired up, I can't... My bones are burning. But I will try and follow protocol. Praise the Lord. Would you like to read a scripture on the board for me right now? One, two... The inhabitants will not say. The inhabitants will not say. The inherit, inherit, the Ashanti thing must stop. The inhabitants, hallelujah. No, this one is not Ashanti. The Ashanti has a problem with the L, and the, the, the guns have a problem with the H. I'm trying to, uh, ever to, I have forgotten that one. Praise the Lord. But let's, let me tell you something. The inhabitants, there are things you don't have to say. 
It's, you have said it enough, and I say to you, the cross has dealt with it, therefore you don't say, I am sick. Praise the Lord. Rather, what you need to say is so simple. Jesus has healed me. By His stripes, I was healed. By His stripes, I am healed. Instead of saying, I am not well. You know, as I said to you last Thursday, some of us sometimes, we take delight in some of these things only to win favor with man. Who cannot do anything about it? You want them to have pity on you so that you come. I'm not well. Don't say that. Let every man be a liar and let God be true. So try to win favor in the sight of God. Amen. Let's quickly go to the verse number. That's why I, 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 I gave the title Persevere. Don't waver at all. Just persevere in the finished work of Christ on the cross. Persevere. It's our banner. Now, let's quickly go to the next one, the verse number 24. He says that, And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Now, I know that sometimes when we read this kind of scriptures, we, 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 we return to ourselves. We get back to ourselves as if we are talking about our own goodness. Every goodness of any man is like a filthy rag before God. He is talking about the good work that Christ has done in you that continue in that. Praise the Lord. That's why he says that let us hold fast, from the verse number 23, let us hold fast to uh, the, the, the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promises faithful. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. In other words, now that he is in here, you tell every brother you can do it. Let me tell you, those of you, you can step out there, you can make it. Haven't you missed us? We miss you. We want to see your faces. And so the next the next verse will quickly tackle it. He says that not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as it is the manner of some, but exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day of the Lord approaching. Praise the Lord. Listen, when we insist on this truth, we will get results. Do you notice the principle which is in Galatians chapter 6 verse 9? There's a principle there. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9. And so when you persevere, you will get the results. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9. The Bible says that, Let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Hallelujah. Huh. I w- Brother, take note of this. He says that once you, you persevere in, 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 in pressing on, there is an end result. But when you give up in the middle of it, you will not see. That's why sometimes in the attempt, we still insist, you know, I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. I will not contract COVID-19. In the name of Jesus. Not because Dennis is smart, but because Dennis has taken the word of God. Those sicknesses that come to the Egyptians will never come to me. And it will never come to you. Because of the finished work of the cross. Per adventure, if it should come, you meet somebody and it happens. If I drink any deadly poison, God is able. 
let's believe God. And I know that the enemy does not want us to talk about such things. Because the whole world have accepted it. And because of that, you know, thank God for good people. Intelligent people. As I keep saying, they are the ones. In fact, this morning when I picked this one, I saw some things here. And now I can even see it. So, I see the particles because this is a plain grass. It's there. So, you don't even see it except for the fact that it fell on this. But hey, the finished work of cross. The finished work of Christ on the cross is able to deal with it. So, let's do what we have to do before it's too late. Let me just conclude with James chapter 5. For today there will be a little extension of 10 minutes because of this communion. James chapter 5. Verse number 7 and 8. You see, anybody who believes in the cross, you wait, you are patient, you you are doing everything in line until. The Bible says, Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for, till, until, for it until it has received the early and the latter rain. When the farmer goes to the farm, he plants the corn. Does he go there every day and go and dig to find how it is performing? No. As he saw the bare floor and he put in there, he has faith that as the rain falls on it, now everything is green, so beautiful. My garden, small garden at home is so, I look at it and said, Oh, Lord, thank you for water. Water is fantastic. Now everything is so green. And I said, Lord, if I could change the system in Ghana, I would have said that let us maintain this weather for one year. But I know that some people will say, why? Because the, the heat has eaten into us. We love the heat. I can see how many people are sleeping with blankets. This kind of water, weather, it's quite a for me. Hallelujah. I love it. But see, the Bible says, when the farmer puts the grain down, he patiently waits for it. Then it starts springing forth. He still will wait. He still will wait. After some months, it will come up. And then he will be able to see the full grain. There is joy. He will harvest it. This is what God is saying to us this morning. The cross has finished the job. Just persevere in it. Don't hold on to confession of your faith. In due season, you shall reap. If you faint not. Child of God, persevere. In Jesus' name. Amen.